1: Watching Zack and crew catch groundbreaking proof of the paranormal, inspiring us to explore our own interest in otherworldly phenomena, this is our podcast. We are Paranormal Cuintas. It's me, Bethany. And we're the Paranormal Buddhas. <laughs> Damn straight we are. <laughs>
0: and we're back, back, back with a personal paranormal experience episode.
1: (laughs) That's kind of a lot to say. (laughs) Just for you. Just for you.
0: This week we're chatting it up with the crew of Ghost Seekers Texas and this was a lot of fun. We met these guys on social media and we think y'all are gonna enjoy it and uh, if you don't you know. Don't say
1: nothing about it. (laughs) You know what? If you don't, screw you. (laughs) We're kidding. You know, you can have opinions and stuff. Whatever. (laughs) Enjoy.
0: All righty. Hey, 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 everybody. Um, So we have here uh, Alex, Beth, and Chris uh, of Ghost Seekers Texas. Hey, guys. How's Um, it going? (laughs) Super pumped to have y'all. Um, if y'all could do some quick intros so our uh, listeners know who we got.
2: Yes, I am Alex Fountain. I am the lead investigator
3: of Ghost Seekers TX. I'm Chris. I'm one of the cameramen on crew.
4: And I'm Beth. I'm also someone else on cameras. Very excited to have y'all
0: here. Uh, have really Thank been you enjoying it. Oh, yeah, no, of course. We've really been enjoying the content and getting to see what you guys have already been putting out there and some really awesome stuff. Oh my goodness. Like I couldn't, we, we say it all the time. Me and Bethany are not investigators. Um, so to see y'all do what y'all do is just really awesome. Um, so we would love for y'all to share what got y'all into the paranormal, maybe some of your first experiences as individuals and how y'all came together to create ghost seekers. So
2: what really made me get into paranormal investigating a lot more, my experience at woman hollering Creek um, I'm not sure if you guys have been there, it's like on the borderline between San Antonio and Shirts, So that is, La. R- sorry if I butcher this, that is one of La Doronas sightings. This was when we had no equipment, we had no cameras, no like EMFs, nothing like that. It was just phones and phone recordings. So we're on our third EVP session, I believe. And this was in October of 2018. And we're sitting like right at the ledge where our feet can hang off, where the water runs under. And our friend Devin starts asking like some provocative questions. Can you please give us a sign to let us know that you're here? I'm like not really there. And I had to have my friend Christian refresh me on what happened. Apparently from what Christian and Devin saw, my body was kind of leaning back towards the road, and Christian, he's on this side of me, and he grabs me and is like shaking me, and I'm like not snapping out of it. And he threw me onto the dirt, like a good friend, and just got up. And that's when I started waking up. And I just started bawling my eyes out and running towards the car. And the next thing I remember is seeing Christian dolphin diving through my window
0: Dude, what? What? Dude, dude, no. No, we need to get out of here right now. Right now.
2: We just booked it right after that. We stopped at the gas station, and I was like, Christian, what what happened? Like, what happened to me that y'all saw? Because I wasn't there mentally. Like, I could not remember. And as he was, like, telling me this, it's, like, making me start to shake. Like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a little shaky right now.
0: I'll lock your car. Dude, open up! I'll Unlock your car, dude. Yeah, come on, let's go. What did you hear? Let's go. Read your ear. Start your car, homie. You're good.
3: Start your car. What
2: did you hear? Let's go. It was just very unpredictable, I guess you could say, because I wasn't really expecting anything like that to come through at that such of a level. To this day, that's still bothers me like I don't really open up about it a lot it was just very traumatizing for me and that's what made me really push more into this to find answers like how how do they do this like how are they able to take control over the human body and mind it's just a scary thought when you start to really dig deep into it.
0: With that, you said you started crying, and of course, only if you're comfortable sharing. I'm curious what emotion you felt and what kind of led to that. Was it more out of fear because you couldn't remember, or was there, like...
2: It was definitely more out of fear because I couldn't remember a single thing that was happening to me. Yeah. And I don't think it was a major possession. It was definitely something was trying to, like, channel, speak through me, I guess. But nothing was coming out. It was just
0: in. So what about uh Beth, Chris? Did y'all have any experiences?
4: I've always been pretty interested in like the paranormal world. And growing up, I lived in a house that before my family moved in, the previous owner had like shot himself in the master bedroom for his wife to see. So all that stuff was still like, you know, living there when we had moved in. I remember being probably elementary school age and like this, this giant wooden airplane, like bigger than like this couch, would like be hanging on the wall. It would like thud, like almost like across the room, super loud, somehow flew off the wall. I had like a little snow globe. She'd like wave her hand at night. The small things would move. Same reoccurring dreams that I'd wake up and like feel my body like kind of numb. This would happen like weeks on end at a time. And I think the more that we've gone out to the places, I've learned like how energies and spirits will kind of like channel through you with emotions. Like at the Old Park Hotel, when we were there, I had this like overwhelming feeling of like sadness and anger and just scared. And I'd find myself looking down the hallways, just looking pissed. And just angry from whatever was still there. Like it wasn't my emotions. And I think more recently, every place we've kind of gone to, me myself is like kind of more susceptible recently to emotions and energies at these places. So it's kind of more on the sensitive side then,
0: right? That's something that I, I I've said before. I think the more and more we get into this type of stuff, right, and the more that you allow yourself mm-hmm. to be aware that this is a thing, like this is really happening, that the more sensitive, right, you just naturally become <laughs> with that. So if it started out at a young age and you're just kind of like building on it, then mm-hmm. yeah, man, tap into that superpower because that's, that's a huge indicator um, for, for the supernatural and the paranormal. So that's really cool to hear.
3: So my first encounter, with this I don't think I've told you all yet, but at my old apartments it was just me my mom and my siblings and at this time i think i was sharing my room with my little brother but we had this old vanity mirror we got from my grandpa who, like i don't know where he got it from but we got it from my grandpa and it was like really old and we we're supposed to put it up on like a wall for me for whatever reason and that night i just like woke up and obviously as you do when you sleep you wake up um but i remember seeing like a boy like just like half his body on the higher end of the mirror bloodshot eyes, just staring at me sleep. And, like, you know how, like, in the movies, like, the kids, like, hide under the blanket? Mm-hmm. I hid under the blanket. Did not, like, even, like, I was, like, not going to school that day either. I was. I think that morning I, like, got really sick, too. I think that's what got me into, like, ghost investigating. I, I, you, I remember talking to you about my friend uh, Tessa, who like, was, like, a dead one, mm-hmm. and swore my room was haunted ever since then. And I feel like that's really got me into it. But what recently got me into it was these guys. She she picked me up at work. Here's my she friend me. from work. Yeah. I'm <laughs> I
4: thought
3: I was just gonna do some shots and leave, but I became part of the crew that <laughs> night. Which is really fun. That's really what got me into uh, the paranormal stuff. That is really
0: cool. And um the mirror, I I'm kinda curious. was that the only time you saw that? Get in the yeah
3: yeah no yeah that night I was like I don't want it y'all could have it <laughs> okay. but I remember telling my parents are like you're crazy like there is nothing there but I know it was there
0: <laughs> oh, no, I was gonna say I really like the um uh, uh the mirror story because we had one similar we would hear stories and it's kind of throughout just mirrors in general being portals, right? I guess is what I'm trying to get to. Uh, but portals and mirrors and mirrors being portals is a huge thing that I'm kind of obsessed with. Um, and we've had stories in our family where our great grandmother who was passing, she had a mirror in front of her bed and it got to the point where they had to cover it um, because she was saying that she was seeing spirits, right? Going in and out of the mirror as she was getting closer to her last days. So. I really even though the story was really quick and you only saw him once i think that's really cool because mirrors freak me
3: out and like we use them all the time (laughs) so it's just like crazy now i wish i kept (laughs) them (laughs) here like before i was like get it out of my room i don't want. (laughs) i don't want that
1: um also i've seen them used in paranormal investigation as well you know to try to like help you know, spirits cross over, you know, cause like Leah said, they're kind of like, so like to try and like communicate through them. So that's, that's pretty wild. <laughs> but, um, I guess my, I was wondering like, how did you guys all assemble, you know? So Beth said she got Chris from work. Like how did the whole team like come together?
2: I started ghost seekers in 2018 and, um, Beth has been my girlfriend for over three years now. Decided to bring her into the crew. And she makes a perfect fit because the way she's able to pick up on emotions is amazing. Yet also terrifying (laughs) to see her get like that. Especially when she starts picking up on the anger. It it gets a little scary. This guy, man, he he just clicked with us like that. He, He just started making us laugh, hearing, like, left from right and... We just knew that he was the perfect match for the crew.
1: You know, talking about Beth having, like, this, like, empathetic power-type situation going on, do you, Chris, and Alex feel like you have something very specific that you bring to the group that really, like, helps it all come together?
4: I, I mean, I know we all have, like, kind of our own thing. Like, I know some of us see more. Some of us hear more than others. I tend to see more. I see, like, faces or shadow figures quite often. I know they hear stuff a lot more than I do. I don't really hear it as much.
2: I feel like definitely on our, or my last investigation, I did a part two, um, well, a return to the house that I did a house call investigation at. It was the second time besides Old Park Hotel where I was really like picking up on past trauma from that house because we, we started piecing together that this family had lived there prior. The mom was Bethany. The boyfriend or the father was named Jason, and they had two kids. The sons was Levi, and the little girl was Sadie. I started picking up on, as soon as I went to the bathroom, I started picking on like vertigo-like feelings, and as if I just got hit in the head because I felt like I was about to pass out. In that moment, it felt like I had blunt force trauma to the head. And then later on, when we're doing a spirit box session in the closet, we get a female voice saying, he stabbed my head. And right there, I feel like that confirmed for me of what I was feeling. So for me, I'm just able to pick up on sometimes past stuff. And I feel like it's finally, I'm finally starting to develop those feelings a lot more. From what she feels and sees to what I'm able to like pick up on to what you feel
3: as well, because you you're able to pick up on energies. Yeah, I, I believe. I feel like he feels like shock more because you're like a lot of the time you like you he'll enter a room. He's like it's like tense in you, you yeah, I like, get like real like jittering. Joke. I'm nervous. That's why I'm jittering. right now. <laughs>
2: but yeah, definitely Old Park Hotel because when we were. Almost every single room we went in, Dan Lefebvre, the owner, he's he's amazing. He was walking us and giving us a tour of the hotel. And almost every room, I like froze and was like, I kind of feel like this happened. And before I could even finish, Dan would be like, yeah, that. Um, and he would say what happened like, yeah, a little, the woman got pushed right in that spot. And I'd be like.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> every room every
2: every other room it was like it was like entering a whole different world. every single room in that hotel is like stepping into a whole different world.
1: So what were some of the most intense like experiences y'all have had uh, on these investigations? Oh wow. you want to start with that one? Sure. I would say
4: mine would either be like old Park with those emotions or that Woman hollering Creek. Down the there's like this long road right where the creek is, and there was this kind of like dark abyss leading down that road. I felt like I was being drawn into said abyss and everyone's like, we shouldn't go down there. I was like something's telling me I, I need to go down there, I need to like go into it. And as soon as like they all kind of convinced me, okay, let's go back, I turn my back and I start walking and I feel something like up on me real quick, right at my back, where it was just tingling and numb. Like, whatever was trying to get me to go in there was not happy that I was turning away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That place, that place is crazy.
3: Ours is probably about the same time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah. Because when did mine happen? Like, like, Joe. Yeah, right, like an hour later to hours later? Yeah. So this,
2: our experience was right at the exact same time. It was at the old Navaca County Jail in Howitzville, Texas. This was only night one out of two. <laughs> so we're upstairs in the upper cells on the women's side. And it's about like 10.30 at night. Yeah, it wasn't that late. Yeah, it wasn't that late yet. Beth is taking a nap in the little house <laughs> area downstairs in the meantime, while him and I are upstairs just using night vision cameras, nothing else. And... As we're on the women's side of the cells, um, we start hearing, like, these scuffing noises. I'm not sure if you can hear my feet, Um, but it was loud. Like, it literally sounded like someone was in there with us. Yeah. Like, so here's the roof. There's a hole in the roof. Like, someone can, like, get up there and look around. It sounded like you could hear the person, like, scuff off from the hole, and jump down onto the cell where we were. It was so loud.
3: It, it, it shook, like, yeah. the whole cell. It shook the entire, like, floor with us, like a big prison. Wow. And the cameras don't do it justice. Yeah, the, ca- the I, camera does not do it justice like, It sounds all. loud on the video, but it was, like, you couldn't hear anything else but that thought at the time. We froze so
2: hard. <laughs> <laughs> he he flicked open his knife. I, was, I started calling Lisa. I was I'm ready to go. Know. Yeah, we were...
4: Did the cops come?
2: Yeah, cops yeah. Come we, we had the uh, Lisa's cop friend Kyle come out. <laughs> he actually didn't go inside of the jail. I actually went outside, talked with him, and I was just like, "Oh, so you're not gonna like go inside? <laughs> and check with us? <laughs> like, I will go with <laughs> you, man. We'll go with you." Like, but we were just kind of like, <laughs> just like stood there, yeah. like, "Okay, like, yeah, I guess we'll go back in and investigate." <laughs> It was definitely scary. And then night two is when you had mm. your profound Yeah.
3: So night two we were we doing our solos then? You we were? Yeah, and, and that's when we Yeah, back so up. we were doing our solos and I was in a sheriff's office. I kept feeling like someone was in the hallway. That doesn't Um and I just went upstairs to catch up with Alex because he got scared a little bit. Um I wasn't. I didn't. Um <laughs> I was. What do you call it? And we're in the men's side at this time and the bars, you could only see through one eye through all the bars, but our door was wide open, but I could barely see into the room. Um, and as he's like asking questions, as I'm like sensing something on my back or like across the way, I like turn over and I see a, like a woman laying down on like the bed sideways, just like not blinking staring at me straight in the face. And I, at that time I, I couldn't breathe at all. like. I just felt tightening on my chest. I just couldn't do anything but stare. stare. Yeah. Like, I, I was, like, frozen. like I, I couldn't tell if that was real or not. He started breathing really hard. Yeah. That's really what killed me at the jail. Even, like, that, it talked, like, what happened. Like, mm-hmm. like, what happened between us, like, seeing the woman, like, scared, scared the socks off me. <laughs> like... <laughs>
0: We're huge fans and watchers of Ghost Adventures. I don't know how you guys feel about Zach and that, and that crew. But um, anytime they get footsteps and walking, like that's my jam. I'm always like, ah, like that freaks me out the most. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, that,
2: that was another thing at the jail, too. That was night one as well. This was before him and I went upstairs, um, before that experience happened. We start cause I was telling the camera and the audience like what we're about to do and stuff like that. And then you just hear, doom, 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 from the upstairs. When we're downstairs in the long hallway and we just freeze up and we're like, <laughs> and he goes,
3: I wanna go. <laughs> and then you
2: just hear, doom, 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 doom. And then I'm just like slowly coming towards the camera and it is so loud. It was kind of like mimicking your running down the stairs. Yeah. Like how you ran down the stairs earlier that day. It was like mocking his steps cuz it sounded similar to that.
0: Yeah, that was really cool. I, I like the 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 footstep footage that y'all have on y'all's Instagram page. I was like, "Oh, that's so good." And it was at the <laughs> jail and I was like, "Dude, yeah. like I would have bolted. Like, I, peace. Y'all have a good time." It was it was fun. Yeah. If
2: y'all if y'all ever do an investigation together, I would highly recommend going to uh, the Mavaca County Jail.
0: We will write it down, and I will make sure we never go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was just kind of going to ask, like, what exactly, I mean, I know that Alex, you kind of mentioned a little bit of kind of what draws you into the paranormal, that you have like this curiosity of how they can do what they they do, um, but mm. I'm curious for the, for the whole team as well, or even if Alex, if you want to expand on that, like what draws you into the paranormal, like why is it such an interest?
2: I feel like it mainly interests me because, you know, this isn't like a normal thing for people to like go out and do and witness for themselves you know and so I really feel like people in the paranormal community that do that for other people to see is amazing because it's just putting more evidence out there for everybody in the paranormal community to use against the skeptics you know what I mean and it's just to me it's a Happier place. Like I love doing what I do. I love paranormal investigating. I have like a true passion for it. And for me, it used to be like music. I loved playing guitar and stuff. And I kind of fell out of that and went into paranormal investigating even more.
4: I think for me, one of the biggest reasons why I'm so into it was when I when I was really younger. I was raised by two religious families, and me trying to find out what my own beliefs were i think the first thing i went to was stuff in the paranormal world and dealing with like paganism and spirits and all that kind of stuff so i think it's something that's really personal to me because it was kind of me finding out who i am and more just wanting to learn more about it it was like the first thing that really interested me in my own thing
3: the thing that, like, got me really into it, I think, it was my family. Because my family, like, messed with, like, spirits and, like, a whole bunch of junk. Um, and they're really disrespectful. So they, like, really got messed up there. And I would, I, like, find it interesting finding out, like, how they're doing on that other side that we just don't know much about. You know? I feel like that's really interesting. And another reason I just keep going with these guys is because it's fun. <laughs> they're fun.
1: Yeah, y'all seem like a really uh, fun, like, group that y'all jive real well or, like, mesh real well, you know, to make, like, great content. (laughs) But I'm also curious, you know, me and Leah have been asked this question before, and I don't know, it's it's a weird thing to be asked, but I'm curious. How do you define the paranormal? What do you think it is?
4: I feel like at first I would say something that, you know, like, things that are there that you can't, you know, see or touch, but people see and they feel things. So it's not necessarily that, I mean, it's just a different world. That's the best way I could describe it is it, it's here with us, but it's a different world.
2: I think I, I think I would have to agree on that as well. I feel like what the paranormal means to me is I feel like I get my feelings from my mother because she's, also empathic as well and so growing up she would tell me like yeah you were seeing like people go down the hallway because apparently when i was like one or two i'd things down the hallway like this and just lean my little head out out of the room it's like oh who, who's down the hallway it's like no one's there and so when you get older you start to develop this vial over your eyes for some people it doesn't go away so they continue to still visually see those things and it's a constant thing for them so for those people i feel like they constantly live in that world if that makes sense yeah it's just really hard to explain
4: It is one thing. It is really hard to like really narrow in
2: on that. I guess how you would say Zach Bagan says it's unexplainable.
0: (laughs) We're just trying to understand. 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 Okay. (laughs) The
3: paranormal paranormal is like leaving part of your soul behind, basically. Like the house, for example, like the kids left something there in the house. The mom left something there in the house. The grandma left something there in the house. They had Jacob. Exactly. So I feel like the paranormal is us, like, finding the shards that they, like, left, close to. And then we, those trails for us to find. That's really, that's a really cool way to put
0: it. I like how yeah, you all like, <laughs> broke it down. <laughs> because uh-huh. and. And like Bethany said, it's a really hard question to answer, but we get asked it and we're just always kind of curious what other people would say. And because and, even we've talked about like residual energy, right, which I think is kind of okay. like what Chris is saying, just kind of it leaves something behind. Um, but I also like the way Beth put it, a, a different world, right, because I'm also like a huge Uh, like dimensions and are we just kind of crossing paths at the same time? Are we, you know, like all that kind of stuff. So I think it's really cool how y'all each uh, explained it because it's all those things, right? Like (laughs) it's it's all of it. Um, That's really cool.
2: When
1: you really think about it, it is. I I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's unexplainable. Yeah, and and I'm a I'm a dweeb, right? I was a English teacher for a while, and I always break it down to etymology. You know, like para is outside of and the normal. So it's just really stuff we don't understand.
2: Understand.
1: <laughs> I'm just curious about more of your experiences. Like what other like cool stories you've got. <laughs>
2: VFW probably because here in San Antonio we are the only investigators to investigate the VFW post 76 downtown and so that's pretty cool but I've had some pretty scary um, experiences there in the basement I don't necessarily think there's a demon there like there's not a demon at every location yada 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 But like, I definitely think there is a aggravated spirit trapped there because you have to think that was also a battleground. Um, It was a house to wounded veterans. Yeah, it's right on the Riverwalk. So, so much history is revolving around that home. I think this was when... Christian and I were doing our duo preliminary investigation there. Um, Him and I were doing a session down in the basement. No um, just night vision cameras, no lights. We get, we're doing a spirit box session and we get this dark guttural voice come through and says the number three. And I had asked what does that mean to you? And you just hear like this like snarl through the spirit box. I've never heard a snarl come through the spirit box before, ever. That was my very first time hearing it come through like that, and it terrified me. Like, I kind of backed myself up into a corner. I was just kind of like, I don't know what to do. The energy from the basement compared to the upstairs and the attic of the VFW is completely different. Like, you go up, and it's like this calm feeling and then you go you start walking down into the basement and it's like this static blanket starts
3: like enveloping you i why well, i disagree with alex on the upstairs part i feel like it's sad and like heavy up there because that's why i stayed upstairs when i did myself Oh, in the attic. yeah no in the attic i don't like the attic i feel like cornered and i feel like really bad for that little girl that's up there for, i can't remember her name but the girls, Georgia. Georgia. I feel bad for Georgia. Because those rooms feel like really like deep, mm-hmm. I feel like. Like the side corner where the chair is, is.
2: Yeah, there's like this one random little room in the attic that you go into and you look down it and there's just a chair facing the corner.
4: That they didn't put in there.
2: Yeah, they didn't put in there apparently.
0: I don't like basements, attics, or little doors that lead to rooms. <laughs> like, those are always yeah. haunted spaces. <laughs> I adore it.
3: in the wall. Yeah, It's like yeah. a tile fell out of there, and it's just a hole, and I don't like sitting there because I feel like yeah. it's just going to peek out.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, totally. We had... Um, eh it's just so interesting because another reason why me and bethany really enjoy doing this is because of the parallels that we hear within the paranormal experiences that people have had and even um we have the opportunity to um be at haunted hill house and mineral wells And, and like the way you're kind of saying the upstairs and the downstairs like just totally different energies like as soon as we went upstairs it got heavy right and Me and Bethany probably had our our most experiences on that second level, and it was like, we gotta get the hell out of here. It's Like, no, let's go back downstairs. It's really interesting how even just different parts of a building can be so different, and it's the same spot, you know? It's all in the same place, so that's really cool.
3: Yeah, Yeah, we've
2: never been to Hill House in Mineral Wells. I wanna do the hotel. Are they still doing renovations to the hotel?
0: when we were there they were yeah yeah everyone's trying to get in that hotel man <laughs> it's gonna be like a, a paranormal flood when that place opens
2: <laughs> oh yeah it's just gonna be they're gonna be booked for like years
1: <laughs> paranormal party <laughs> what's
0: kind of the mecca like where's like we gotta get there or what's kind of the goal investigate like place to investigate
2: I know we have different places.
4: There's a few places. What about you? You want to do the Conjuring
2: House? Definitely want to do the Conjuring House um, in Rhode Island. And I definitely want to do the Exorcist House in St. Louis. That's up there for me.
3: What about you? I, okay. Um, I want to do it's called the Devil's Circle. Like, nothing goes in that patch of grass. I can't remember where it's at. Double circle. Does that ring about it, y'all? No? No. But I'm about to, <laughs> no, but I'm about to Google it. I know. I was, I
1: was just going to say, but Google will know. Um,
3: yeah, it, it's some type of forest, and there's like a circle. I can, it's like a big circle. I can't remember how wide it is, but nothing grows in that range. Like, people plant, like, trees, grass, barely anything. Like, it's barren. And I also want to do, uh the forest uh suicide forest suicide forest mm-hmm. i want to go there as well I yeah just really just don't there. film a dead body yeah no i'm gonna be recording it's gonna be a show show off there. Yeah. um but those two i really want to go to no i'll i feel too much. for
2: my like posing the book done like paranormal investigating calling it quits retiring I would definitely do the
3: suicide forest. Yeah. That's my last one. Now you're going to make that video soon. And then just do real light. <laughs> Where'd where he go? where did he go? Where'd he go?
1: Did I see, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Did I see one of y'all, did y'all go to the haunted museum or post about it or something? Or am I wrong there?
2: Yeah, yeah we both did.
1: did uh, what was your experience there? Good, bad, weird, numb, dumb. like. <laughs> uh,
2: the, Basement it would probably be my like terrifying, most terrifying part of the place.
4: I liked the um, what was it? The Divot Box Room. I I wanted to touch it so bad. It was it was the same as like the um, the abyss. It was like something was like touch it. the like, can you touch it? Touch it. Like put your hand on it.
2: I I just couldn't get over that he actually brought the demon house parts to the museum that baffled me because he wanted to get rid of that completely. And yeah, he brought half of the stairs to the museum along with the parts that were buried. I was like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> oh, the clown room. I'm not scared of clowns, but like but people, I had, I had just like gone through like some nerve damage in my legs. So I was still like, Yeah, I was still on crutches at the time. And this short clown comes out of nowhere at the end of this hallway, and her and my nana push me down these like two steps. I'm trying not to fall (laughs) while this little clown comes towards us.
4: The one thing we were not expecting in the museum was a real person. Yeah, no. The one thing we weren't really
2: Except for the tour guides. Yeah. But yeah, we were not expecting like an actual <laughs> scare person come out.
4: It was definitely a, a really cool experience just to see everything that he had though.
2: Oh, yeah. Seeing everything that he had was absolutely amazing. And seeing some of the Twisted Tugs dolls as well mm-hmm. were really cool.
1: Did y'all get any kind of feelings? Like, because, uh, you know, y'all are kind of em- empathic. Um, did you feel anything there? My nana, my mother, myself and
2: you felt something, something, something down in that basement for sure. When we started getting towards like deeper in to the basement where like the Baphomet statue was, was when we started really feeling what was down there.
0: That's really cool. I want to, uh, I definitely want to go back to that place. He's added so much. And I think it's funny how you're like, why did he bring it here? But he knows exactly what he's doing, man. He's capitalizing oh, yeah. on it. I mean, why not? Uh, it'll get me there. So <laughs>
2: that's good stuff. Yeah. I would love to go back.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. That'd be a good experience.
0: You've kind of mentioned a couple other people just kind of being around. Has the group always been this, or have you ever had anybody who's like, I'm out? You know, like maybe they, were involved and got uninvolved because of how serious the paranormal gets.
2: Yeah, we've had two Christians (laughs) now in Ghost Seekers. Um, The one that I'm sure y'all seen recently in the videos with the longer hair, Um, he had to leave Ghost Seekers because of what he experienced at the jail, the Lavaca County Jail. And we were were on the same side um, that him and I were on when we heard the loud uh, bang. He started picking up on anger like, real, like, really strong anger. It was very visible, too, because of the way he was acting, the way his body was shaking, the way he, like, brought up his fist to the camera. When he did that, I think he realized what he did, because right after that, he, like, covered his face or mouth in disbelief. When he was walking out of the cell, Christian started following, and all of us thought right at that moment he was gonna, like, he's going to fight him. yeah. <laughs> and so that's why Christian had to leave. I don't think we've had anybody else that yeah that has left due to paranormal. Just him.
1: Um do y'all have any kind of I don't know, I say ritual, but I mean it could be anything like um whenever you go into a haunted space or leave, do you do anything to kind of protect yourself for when you go home or any of that?
2: For me, I just try to clear my head as much as I can and go in with a positive attitude and have a strong mindset to where nothing should affect you unless if you're going into a location where you're kind of like have been going through some stuff recently and it's gonna go after you.
3: I'm a child. I just kind of like walk in I'm like where's, where's the good angle at? And I just yeah. kind of leave doing the same thing too. So we just tell uh, it, don't follow it. Yeah. That, oh, yeah, yeah. We do that too.
4: I'll, I'll depending like where we are, like, I'll take like little crystals with me, and have mm-hmm. them in my bag or pocket. And then just if it's like really crazy, we'll sage ourselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Make sure that nothing comes home with us.
2: Because he's had to sage out his space before at his home. We've had to do the same here multiple times after coming back from Old Park and Goatman's.
1: Oh, y'all did Goatmans. I haven't seen that one.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well you have. Well, we have recently. Yeah. But we, we didn't we decided not to put that one up only because when we went, there happened to be a... I, I don't know if I've oh, watched right yet yeah. already.
4: You yeah. um, yeah.
2: But there was, like, a shit ton of people at Goatman's. Like, it was, like, as if it was a park. I, right I mean, I know it is a park, <laughs> but, like, a, it was, like, like a, a party, party gathering. I'm guessing, like, the lady that was on Ghost Adventures, when they were doing their Route 666, I think she does her own private tours at Goatman's. And we believe she was holding one that night. yeah oh. Mm-hmm. And some of the people there that night were really mean
4: and disrespectful, disrespectful to oh, us. Gosh.
2: No, no film etiquette whatsoever.
4: There would be people hiding in bushes, waiting for you to get near, so they could like jump out and try to scare you. Yeah, or that's... people like coming up to you, being like, "Can I be in the video? Can I be like just kind of goofing off and treating like the paranormal monster. as a joke?" Yeah, or as like an internet trend instead of something that's Real and out there and that there's spirits and energies that have feelings and that you know you're disrespecting them. Yeah, that's unfortunate, man.
2: That's a really cool spot and it's a big hot spot. When I've been there in the past, it it's rough. Like it tries to take you out mentally.
1: Yeah, how so? What has it done?
2: It's a little hard to say considering it's a little graphic. I was basically having visions of hurting another member with my machete Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and so I had to have old old Christian now um, take the machete away from me uh, just in case like anything happened Christian and I didn't tell Devin that until later that night because I felt very uncomfortable with telling him I mean rightfully so like you don't want to tell your friend that you wanted to like harm them yeah And I I definitely think that's one of the things I'm terrified of during program investigating is things trying to take over your mind and make you have attitude adjustments that aren't yours.
1: Was it something like when it was happening, was it something that like, I don't know, like some people say things like you're watching it happen. Like you're over here and you can see that like, I shouldn't be doing this or thinking this, but like, it's like this war almost. Exactly. That's wild, man. (laughs) <laughs> where, yeah. we're, uh, where do y'all plan on going next? What's on the books?
2: Well, um, we're trying to go back to the Old Park Hotel in July? July. July, but our next, like, really soon one, we're trying to plan the Emily Morgan, I believe.
0: No, so that's really awesome. Uh, and I know that we're um, getting close to the top of our hour. And this has just been so great to to get the opportunity to hear about y'all's experience and learn a little bit more about y'all's approach. Um, so really, you kind of gave us a heads up of where y'all want to go. But kind of fill people in on where they can find you, um, how they can keep up with you guys. and uh, And yeah,
1: shout out those socials. <laughs>
2: Yeah, of course. Um, if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, um Ghost Seekers TX, same with our TikTok and YouTube. Um we don't really use Twitter. I'm in the midst of making a Facebook account for us though. Um also wanna shout out a couple of teams if that's okay. Finding the paranormal, Jose. Also wanna shout out Shaggy from Paraholics. We're actually gonna be collaborating with him pretty soon in this year. Um, So stay tuned for that. That's gonna be a really good one.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that's really cool to hear. Uh, I I
0: love the paranormal community working together. I think it's really cool what we're all trying to do, even if it is just sharing the stories or you brave souls going out there and uh, bringing us the stories to share. So we appreciate it. Um, Really awesome stuff. And again, really great uh, talking with y'all today.
2: It was great talking with y'all. Thank y'all so much for having us.
1: Oh, man. That was awesome. Those guys are so fucking cool. (laughs) For real, man. And like, they've been doing this for a
0: while. Like Alex has like seven years experience. Like these guys have just been rocking and it's very impressive. Their findings are legit AF and it was just
1: really cool to chat with them about it yeah and especially considering like how young they are yeah like man. they're so fucking legit and they're only gonna get more legit you know too legit to quit hey, um. hey. <laughs> <laughs> but for real they're only gonna get better and you can tell that that they have the passion and drive to keep doing it and the vibe of the group is just so chill, man. They yeah. they have such a cool just vibe about them.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'm a, I'm a fan for life. <laughs> and uh, even though they're
1: cool AF, coolio AF. Coolio. Oh my God, we're old. <laughs> we're so old. <laughs> edit that out. Edit that out. I need a cleanse. <laughs> Let's do it. take a big, deep breath in. <laughs> Let that mother sucker out. <sighs> You're cleansed. I needed it. Feeling old now. <laughs> I know, I'm feeling <laughs> so old, <laughs> I, baby girl. Gotta go. <laughs> 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 well, on that note, <laughs> thank you so much, everybody, for hanging out with us. Per I'm Bethany. And I'm Leah. And we're signing off with two besitos.
0: <laughs> from the the <laughs> top